Yo, welcome to Creative Block. We are your hosts, Gene. And V, we interview people in the animation industry about their life, work, and hobbies while we doodle jam. Uh, we asked people on Twitter if they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as some drawing prompts. And today with us, we have Nicole Rodriguez. Yay. <laughs> it's me. Hi. Hello. Uh, How you doing? <laughs> Good. Nicole is a very talented artist and a friend oh. and has worked on a bunch of cool stuff. Tell us who you are. Uh, hi, I'm Nicole. I go by Schnickles on things. Schnickles. Schnickles. Uh, <laughs> it's a <laughs> high school nickname I have. Uh, but yeah, so I work on as a storyboard artist and revisionist and stuff. I've worked on Steven Universe the movie and Steven Universe Future. Wow. And also The Owl House and uh central park right now Ooh. yeah it's been great <laughs> that's cool so you've been mostly doing revisions and boards which yes is exciting yeah i'm a big boy <laughs> we're gonna ask you about uh-huh. <laughs> your like your inspiration what kind of motivated you to go into animation like as a kid kind of what when was the moment when you thought oh this is what i want to do or yeah. maybe not as a kid. Maybe it was later. Like, kind of, what was uh, your path? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I've been drawing since I was like, yeah, like in kindergarten, like very young. So I feel like I feel like I was doomed from the start. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was doomed. Cursed to a thing. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, I'm looking up the onceler. <laughs> no, that is a cursed uh, prompt. <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> Godspeed. I don't even know what a one slur is. Oh, you know. <laughs> Nicole, your, your cackle peaked your mic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It sent you into a different dimension. I'm sorry. I tried to, I tried to lead away. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I, oh, it's that guy from the Laura? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I have to put it in there, I guess. Like, I have to see. Yeah, anyway. But, yeah, I mean, I've drawn, I've drawn since I was you know, very little. And it was just something my parents always encouraged and were fine with. And they were like, yeah, follow your dreams. <laughs> so, That's good. Yeah. And then I found anime and then I found, I, well, I found. <laughs> Get that out of here. Get that shit out of my. Okay. Wowie <laughs> language. So I'm jo- I'm I, like, I had a panic. Here. I had like a jump scare. <laughs> Not expecting jump scares. God, the Wunzler <laughs> suddenly appeared in front of me. Yeah. Oh, he has to have the glasses. Okay, hold on. But yeah, so, you know, I, it's the typical thing. I just thought anime was cool. And then I <laughs> I thought Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls was a big one, actually, too. Oh, okay, that's surprising. So were you more of like a Cartoon Network kid than Nickelodeon yes. kid? I was a Cartoon yeah. Network kid. I never, like, the one thing that went over my head was Disney Channel. Never really. I watched a little bit, yeah. There was some stuff. Yeah, like, I, I missed that, mostly. It was Nick and Cartoon Network. Why? Uh, what is it about the, that? Was it I think it was because I was a little I was a little tomboy so I liked that there it was like the I feel mm-hmm. like it was one of the first times I saw girls in a cartoon that I was like oh they're cool <laughs> and they're and they're not like and like they could be sure like feminine and cool and still kick kick ass and everything I mean the yeah. original name was kick ass girls yeah uh, whoop ass girls <laughs> whoop ass girls no <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah, I think I, uh, I, yeah, I love Powerpuff Girls too. I, like, it definitely feels like a staple in my, like, upbringing, but I never really acknowledge it as that, which is weird. Yeah, it's, I always forget about it for some reason. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's funny because for me, Powerpuff Girls, I only ever watched it because it was scheduled around Pokemon. I was so into oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the only thing I cared about. And especially because in France, like Cartoon Network wasn't entirely translated in, Fr- in French. Like half of it was still in English. Oh, I see. So like Cow yeah. and Chicken was definitely in English. And I was like, I don't understand anything about <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> oh, one I always forget about. Ed and Nettie was huge for me yeah. too. Oh, that one was really Ed good. and Nettie was like, whoa. Like, I, I loved that show so much. Yeah, Ed and Eddie rules. I appreciate it more as I get older, too. Yeah, that and Hey Arnold. Mm, okay. I Like, Hey Arnold was, like, my shit. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. It, a lot of stuff was my shit, I guess. But, like, yeah. Well, that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I kind of want to ask you, like, kind of, so you've always been drawing, and you always yes. knew you wanted, like, when did you kind of figure out it was animation rather than like, for example, comics or actually pretty late in the game, actually. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So originally I was doing like illustration. I studied uh, like fine art and illustration stuff. Oh, where did you study? So I I started in high school. I had this mentor uh, named Jeffrey Fisher, who is like a fucking genius. Uh, I have his signature tattooed on my arm because uh, he passed away, but he was great. And whatchamacallit. <laughs> Sorry, me. I'm looking at this fetal juice. I just noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was horrible. I do that's not- a powerful energy. That's a powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what fetal juice looks like. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's yeah, wonderful. You're, you're don't, change a, don't change a thing. <laughs> you're, you're nailing that. <laughs> Toda tip, that's a Beetlejuice. Toda tip. <laughs> he looks, his hair looks like one of the kids from Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron ass, knock off Jimmy ass. Neutron, yeah, I love it. Okay, but um, <laughs> back to so your story. <laughs> so you, you, anyway, you had a mentor that meant a lot to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, his name is Jeff K. Fisher, and he was, you know, crazy talented illustrator. He had these classes on Long Island that are still going under different management mm. obviously but yeah like it it changed my life and like he as much as i was always drawing like he was kind of like what made it solidified that i wanted to do it as like a career because uh, i learned a freaking lot <laughs> basically we drew we did every once a week for like seven or eight hours we did Damn. figure drawing for like years wow oh that's okay. great yeah and it was like we took breaks obviously and like we had a lunch break and like little breaks here and there, but it was like, you know, all these different exercises and like, he just had such a completely different way of like thinking about art and thinking about drawing that was really inspiring. And, uh, you know, he was taught by like some pretty famous golden age illustrators himself. So it was like, it was coming from a very like legit place also, Mm -hmm. which was cool. Um, But yeah, so for a while I wanted to do illustration. I went to art school, not a great one. <laughs> I, Roast went to the fa- I went to the I, I went to the fashion institute of technology i'm not Boom. sure about it i don't like that place it's a bad school oh <laughs> i'm sorry it just like except for for some reason toy toy design very good toy design department notoriously good. Yeah, i feel like every school has like one thing that they somehow 
Yeah, it's weird. For, really hard to get into, and their end-of-the-year projects were always the best. <laughs> yeah, that's such a weird specific thing I never really think about. I didn't even know that that was something you could, like, school. Me either. For a while, like, I didn't know. I was, I, I, like, that's how I learned that it was a thing. I was like, oh, yeah. Because they made, like, vinyl toys and then little illustrated oh, books to go with whoa. it. Whoa! Yeah, no, they're, they're, that department was sick, and their floor looked cool, too. It wow. didn't look like a jail. Oh! By the way, that school looks like a literal jail. <laughs> you look it up but yeah so I went there for two years and I was like fuck this and I left mm-hmm. and then I kind of just drifted for a little bit actually like I, <laughs> you know I lived in Manhattan for a while oh because um what state was that school in it was it's in Manhattan it's okay. in New York okay, okay okay yeah like I lived in Manhattan to going to school and then just oh because living there um where are you originally from like uh where you oh I'm from I'm from Long Island cool east coast which is the little island the little dingling on the new york (laughs) (laughs) the little dingling but the little dangling but god this monster beetlejuice anyway yeah (laughs) um but (laughs) i'm like uh yeah so i'm from long island for anyone doesn't know uh that's where the jersey shore people are actually from oh interesting if that's what if you ever want to know what long island's like that's it (laughs) oh okay (laughs) <laughs> yep, mostly. There's like a pocket of cool people there, like like with most places. Sure. Yeah, so I lived in Manhattan for a while, and then I started working for Studio Yada as a cleanup animator, and that's kind of how it was in the it was in the drifting years, <laughs> like when I was sort of just I didn't not in school looking for looking for a regular job and an animation job that I was like, okay, I want to do animation. Because I got to know a lot of people on Twitter, like friends, Ooh. and like. I mean, we. I think we first uh, started talking on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, you know, and it was sort of like something I always, I always liked, but always like didn't. It's just weird. Like you don't. Sometimes it's the obvious answers in front of you, and you just don't. Sure. Realize it. <laughs> because yeah. I, I really was kind of like all I knew is I wanted to draw, and for a while I actually wanted to do uh, games. That was the original trajectory. I wanted to do like design and games and stuff. I was a big uh, double fine person. (laughs) I still am. But yeah, so. Which one is your favorite double fine game? Oh, Psychonauts. (laughs) (laughs) Psychonauts is just like one of the most inspired fucking games I've ever played. It's so interesting. It's a good one. So yeah, what was your first gig? First animation? First animation gig technically uh, was Yada doing cleanup animation for a short called oh my god what was it called was it the it had a, it had a bunch of ghosts in it it's by this guy michael barity okay i don't know that one commissioned it to us it was it's a, it's a short it's on youtube i'm trying to remember the name of it he was trying to make it get like pitch it around and right. we were tasked with you know uh animating it and cleaning it up and all that right no well, must be must be an older one because yeah, i don't know yeah it was it was it was the, that was technically the first thing i ever did and okay. the first thing i ever tested for was actually super jail oh yeah oh wow yeah i tested to be a cleanup animator on that because that's what i was doing at yada so it was like yeah kind of like what year was this kind of oh boy i was like I was like 19 or 20. What year is that? <laughs> it used to be made in New York, right? Yes. Yeah, there's there's a Titmouse studio in New York. So I, that's why I was going for it because I was in New York at the time. Sure, sure. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what I, my first like industry, industry gig outside of freelance was uh, Steven Universe the movie as cool. a revisionist. Yeah, yeah. Which was wild. <laughs> Oh yeah. As a as a fan of the series, it was wild. Yeah, that's probably 
That's a that's a that's a big place to start. I feel. I mean, I mean, we're yeah. No, it's true. I I sometimes I still I like forget. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Because yeah, like well, I've been friends with you through all of that, and like that was. I remember it, you were kind of having a hard time finding a, a job for a while because it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah, super uh, hard. And then it's like thrown into your favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> How long would you say was the period of time when you got out of school and you you found your first gig, kind of like yeah. years or or months? Like how long was that? So it was when I got out of school. I stayed in Manhattan for a good handful of years. I want to say like three or four years, like up until or hmm, more. Yeah, more like th yeah, three years. I I think if I'm remembering right. Cause and I actually I worked <laughs> I worked at the Nintendo World store for a year and a half. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which actually wasn't that bad. It was cool. I that's working at the Nintendo World store. This is a tangent story, which I'll get into later. That's fine. But uh, working at the Nintendo World store is how I met Justin Roiland. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> like that's a it's a stupid story. I'll whatever. But yeah. So but after that, like. So it was three years in Manhattan, and then I moved to LA, and it took about two years from there. So I'm going to say like five years or so uh -huh. from school. But I only went to school for two years also. So I don't know. Uh -huh. But yeah, so that's that's what uh, that's my timeline. <laughs> it took a good while. I, I really like to hear about those years, actually. I think like for me, it's like really interesting because I think a lot of... Um, like for a lot of artists, it's like the most daunting period of time. It's like you get out of school and you're like, yeah. for sure. I don't blame them. Like, you, you know, like it's like, oh, well, like what now? You know, like I, yeah. yeah, I remember myself too. Like when I got out of school and I was just like, okay, like I got to make this work. I, this is the moment, you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah, totally. I got to prove to everyone I can do this. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. To a degree, I feel like everyone goes through that when they're out of college. So it's like, oh, for sure. Yeah. It's a universal enough thing, but yeah, there's definitely an added layer to it with, with uh, art. Cause it's just, Cause everyone's like, it's the, the cards are stacked against you a bit. Yeah. People kind of don't look at it as a real trajectory. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even these days. It's like, not like getting a, a job in like business or something. It's like, you'll, you'll find a place for that business major, but like there might not be a place yeah. with a uh, art degree. A two year illustration degree is pretty much just toilet paper it's not yeah. <laughs> sorry it's just true it's like because you don't need a degree to get a job in art either no you don't well you don't if you're american oh yeah i should clarify yeah if, if you're if you're yeah. like studying abroad you do need a degree for the visa yes but yeah Really? Yeah. In France, do they actually like pay attention to that? No, it, I mean, if you want to work in America, if if you if you yeah. just want to work oh, in in the in if you're French and want to work in a French animation industry, that you you don't need a degree. But if eventually you want to move to LA and you're from anybody anywhere else in the world, then yeah. you do need a, a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a visa. yeah, interesting. I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah, it's something that like I hope becomes a little more commonplace. The, the like the understanding at least within America that like you don't need to go to art school if you feel like you already know what you want yeah because then you just end up you, need, you just need the drive you just need the drive and the connections and like now more yeah. than ever you oh yeah can do any of it like it's <laughs> yep. there's nothing stopping you from landing I mean how many people do we know that 
got these jobs with no help from their college whatsoever. I think yes, practically everyone I know. My college literally. <laughs> one time I went to the, <laughs> I went to their offices to be like, can I get like an internship? And they're like, no. What <laughs> happened to me? That's what happened to me. <laughs> they're like, good luck. At yeah. least an illustration. They're like, they didn't give a shit. They were like, all right. I think I talk about it in my episode, but yeah, it's like the, yeah. but you know what? I think that like, yeah, I think if you have the drive to do it, uh, you'll do it. Yeah, I think so. Like most of, I, I, you can, you know, answer for yourself, I guess, but <laughs> that's the wrong. You can, you can talk about it yourself, but like, I feel like all the personal work I did on top of what I was doing at school is what actually helped me land my jobs. Where oh the, yeah. School projects yes. were do, meant nothing and still mean nothing. But yeah, you, uh, do you feel like you relate to that? Yes. <laughs> Literally nothing I made in school was anything I was proud of. I wish I could just like, like, I'm glad I never posted much stuff from school because it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. I have so many school stories that are such garbo. I mean, you can see, I cannot exaggerate. I oh, know. Talk about any of them. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, All right. <laughs> Well, I've talked about it before a little bit, but like, so, okay. A lot of the teachers at my school in, in the Fashion Institute Technology were people that didn't want to teach and had some sort of chip on their shoulder. In my uh, mentor, like the mentor class that I took on Long Island, the figure drawing thing, we were always encouraged to critique and ask questions and like, you know, do shit, learn. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And it wasn't seen as an attack. To be like, what is, what do you mean? Or like, what's this? Like, I was used, that's what I was used to. That was the environment I was used to. So fast forward to school and I was, I was always the only one that would ever like do critique, like, or, you know, like even when they told us to do it, like it wasn't on, I wasn't being an asshole. Like I, like, you know, I would, I would try to critique the way that they were asking. And then also I would ask a lot of questions to the teachers. And I think that probably garnered me a, a reputation of being a smart ass or some shit because I got yelled at more than once. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like one teacher in particular, I won't name him, but because I remember his name. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I was in his figure drawing class and I would always ask him questions because I thought, I kind of thought he was, I'll be honest, I did kind of think he was full of shit. And like a lot of the stuff he was saying was pretty dated. And, you know, it was stuff I already learned. And I, but I was never trying to be an asshole. I would never, I was always very respectful. And so I guess I must have just straw breaking the camel's back or something. Because one time I like took a little longer to get up from drawing. Like, because he was like, I'm going to do a little drawing demo of what a continuous line drawing is. And I was like, dog, I know it. Like, it's in the name. I know it. Yeah, I know what that is in my head and like so I took a little bit longer just to put my stuff away and everyone else was standing up and behind him and I I just took a little bit longer and not on purpose and I suddenly hear from behind me like yelling like if you don't want to be in this class you can get out and I was like (gasps) (laughs) I was like me like I literally double I was like me (laughs) like like I was like what (laughs) And and he literally like like in high school sent me to the principal, you know, what? like the, the head of illustration. Oh my god! Who was this like laid back dude? And I and I was like, hey, so I got sent here, and I honestly truly do not know what I did. <laughs> and he was like, all right, well, you seem like 
you know, you haven't had a problem before and you seem pretty earnest. So just go back and apologize and it's fine. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apologize for what? Yeah, it was humiliating, dude. So I had to go in. And like, I had to, I stalled in the hallway for so long because I was like, I don't want to apologize to this jackass. Yeah. But what I ended up doing was I knocked on the door. He came out and his, he had like this indignant arms crossed, like mad at me face on too. Oh, poor baby. I know. And like, and I was like, hey, sorry. You know, I, I, I really didn't mean anything by, you know, whatever you were mad at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but you know, he was like, all right, fine. I was like, cool. And he even, oh yeah, I forgot. He even said, like when he yelled at me, he even said stuff like, oh, you think you know everything, which they have to like pay for our family and like all this stuff. And I was like, Ooh. what's going on? Ooh. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so confused. That guy had baggage that he was projecting. I know, that's what I'm saying. That is insane. That's so crazy. I genuinely, I promise you, I was not an, I was not like a an asshole. Like I don't have the ability to be an asshole like i don't that, know about you know? that <laughs> wow wow but no i i believe at it. least at the time i don't know sure now i had um yeah i had professors that <laughs> it's like taught everything the wrong way and i i felt mm-hmm. like pretty objectively and i felt bad for the students who yeah came to school to learn and trusted that the professors had their best interests at heart and like yeah were, were up to date on software and they were so far behind the times that I was like, oh, this is like yeah. putting just like a shackle on these young, on these poor young kids that are like trying to learn. I know. It's like, well, you're handicapped now. Like you have a handicap <laughs> in your career because yeah. you have been taught the wrong way. And so you have to unpack that. Yeah. We had a kid who would constantly plagiarize Alphonse Mucha stuff. <laughs> well, always class. one of those, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, all right, no one's gonna, all right. <laughs> So um, what were you working on? Did you have anything that you were working on during college? Because I, you had a webcomic that you did for a little while. Yeah, that was short-lived. I, like, I, in college, honestly, I was mostly just doing schoolwork and trying to learn how to draw digitally. So I was, I came from only doing traditional, which it's interesting because now I feel more comfortable doing digital than I do traditional and it used to be the opposite. But I think that happens to a lot of people. And yeah, I was honestly just, pretty much just doing schoolwork and then for a little bit there was also another webcomic that I tried to start with some friends in college but like like it was me and this other friend of mine uh Max who were the artists and then whatchamacallit uh we had a friend who was writing it but as much as like he was he was a good dude but he just would not (laughs) we were always waiting on him to like send us writing but he just kind of never Sure, sure. So it just, it fell apart pretty fast. Like we did a bunch of art for it and everything. I even drew like a couple pages, but like, yeah, just, we realized pretty quickly that like, uh, it wasn't going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. And I, I, you know, stuff like that happens. But yeah, in in school, I kind of, I don't know. I, I mostly just did figure drawing and like my schoolwork. That was the majority of it anyway. I didn't start working on like personal stuff until also kind of late, mm-hmm. even like recently. I don't know. Like I draw drawings, but never big projects really. Can you talk about the comic project you've been working on? Or is oh that, yeah, uh, yeah, in- yeah. So okay. um, yeah, so right now I'm still working on it. Uh, I started it maybe like, I think it's in three years. 
but I'm working on this comic for Oni Press with some good friends of mine, Aaron and Eugene. They're very, very talented writers and very good people. We got randomly matched up because I was desperate for a job and I had a contact Oni Press. So I was like, hey, I need money. <laughs> Do you have anything, like any jobs or anything? And she was like, yeah, these writers are looking for an artist. And I was like, cool. And luckily they liked my stuff. And, uh, you know, I really liked their idea. And so we got matched up and then it just turned out that we got along really well. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, it's called Pizza Run. It was announced forever ago. But like, you know, just that, like that it exists and that it's being made. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. So it's not. No, a- no, it's not a secret or anything, but um, it's great. It's uh, it's basically about this uh, town called McGarber, which is like uh, this town where a lot of crazy supernatural shit happens. And it's all kind of like, there's a lot of double meanings and like uh, metaphors for certain things within the, the, uh, the comic where this girl Kirsten, who's a pizza delivery girl, they, a new girl moves in with her family and it's, it's takes place over one night and it's them going through all these crazy situations and trials and tribulations and, you know, learning about this town through the lens of the new girl and they fall in love and it's great. Um, wow. Yeah, and it's it's uh yeah. There's a lot of I'm really excited about it because I love like small town supernatural shit. So I was I'm it's something I'm really excited for people to see, and I really hope we can get it out sooner than later. I hope so too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds super cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Uh, let's take it back a little bit. Uh, yeah. So I feel like I went on a tangent and a tangent. No, no, tangents are fine. Uh, I'm just curious to. Uh, hear you talk more about like what kind of stuff do you find uh, the most inspiring and like what are your like pillars of inspiration sort of yeah um I mean you, you know this FLCL is a big one I always think that's of the, that that's the right answer <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's a big one for sure like that show was like that was uh monumental for me yeah it just like it made me see how fucking cool animation is <laughs> like I I don't know and just like even if, even though when I watched the first time I watched it, you know, when I was younger, I didn't entirely understand it. Like it leaves a feeling, you know, like it, it, it gives, it's like an impact yeah. and everything about it. Yeah. That was, that was a huge one. And yeah, like, uh, yeah, like I said, a lot of Cartoon Network shows, mm-hmm. a lot of originally, a lot of illustrators. I was going to say your, your work has like an illustrative quality to it that I, a lot of artists don't yeah and it's it's just different and i was wondering yeah there it seems like there must be a pretty big influence yeah i can no i can talk about it more i actually i haven't talked about this in forever (laughs) uh yeah yeah. so um yeah so yeah i come from an illustrated background so a lot of my stuff uh learning actually learning how to draw cartoons from an illustration background is kind of tough because you you know if you learn from a figure drawing basis sometimes uh learning to simplify I mean, depending on who you are, but learning to simplify can be tough and uh, learning to like what to prioritize, which is way different for cartoons than for like illustrative stuff is uh, different. But yeah, so one of my big illustrative influences is uh, N.C. Wyeth, who uh, is uh, the dad of Andrew Wyeth, Mm -hmm. who's also another illustrator that is famous. and uh, he did a lot of like children's book paintings and illustrations and stuff. And he's like wild talent. Like his color sense is something I still try to 
emulate sometimes and his like the quality of his stuff. But yeah, so because I mentioned earlier that the way that my teacher taught was a lot different than what I ever see anymore. Like breaking it down into like more nitty gritty. Basically, one of the big things that he would always say is that, you know, he wouldn't he wouldn't teach us how to draw. He would teach us how to see, which is like sounds very profound. <laughs> but yeah. but it's pretty simple. It's just like you know, it's it's teaching you how to teach yourself, I suppose. Mm-hmm. The way that he broke it down was a lot of like drawing from the inside out and, you know, draw the entire figure at the same time. A lot of like these mantras and these lessons that at first you're like, what the fuck does that mean? But then the more you go, you're like, oh, <laughs> and you sort of, he doesn't spoon, he didn't fo- like spoon feed us. He sort of like tried to show, not tell and have us learn on our own. Cause he knew that would be more impactful. Just like suggested uh, sort of things. Yeah. It's like, it taught you speed. It taught you like construction, you know, mm-hmm. it taught a lot of things to like break down shapes that fast and to break it down all at the same time. And like, cause a lot of times we were like, Oh, what do you start with? And, and you kind of have to, it's like, you kind of have to take it all in at once, <laughs> at least, at least in his yeah. like classes and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Well, that's an interesting take on it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was like, some of the stuff that he would teach us. And then like, there's some, there's some exercises that I still don't understand to this day. <laughs> oh yeah. But he knew what he was talking about, but I was like, I don't fucking know what this is, man. Uh, like what? Can you have an example? <laughs> oh God. There was one where here, I'll show you. It, it's like, there's one where he'd have us draw. Let me see if I remember. He'd have, oh God. Oh, okay. There we go. He'd have us draw a box and then another box. And then I think it was okay. like, doing like something like this right mm-hmm. okay. and he was like draw the draw the figure but every time you hit a line change direction and i was like okay okay but no matter what almost every time he's like nope <laughs> you don't understand and i was like fuck <laughs> and like because it, it taught something that he would always talk about and I, I, I trust that he knew what he was saying but it was like one of the most frustrating like m- most of the class yeah, I don't get it most of the class didn't understand it but if I were to show you his stuff you're like oh yeah I'll, I'll listen to that guy <laughs> like I don't doubt it yeah it was it was, it was a is it the thing about um tangents it was it like an exa- exercise about- no it was like learning how to wrap form I think and learning how to oh. it was like this yeah, it was something like yeah, that. I don't know. It was interesting. That's <laughs> it's an, it's a weird. That was one of his weirder ones. But other ones were like you know uh, we called it uh, ten pounds of bologna in a five pound bag. So like <laughs> so y- you can pretty much guess what that he'd always and it's so funny. He he was like such a storyteller. Like he he always like ha- had this. He has this long winded story about a, a man walking into a butcher shop, and he's like, I want. 10 pounds of bologna and the guy is like we only have five pound bags or whatever like he'd just go on a rant every time and mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's basically mm-hmm. taking the figure and stuffing it in a bag and making it work and it's like learning about mass and stuff but like yeah so that's that's where I came from that's why I like learning about like drawing cartoons like I had the I had the basics down in drawing but like learning yeah. about how to prioritize different things was something to learn it took me a couple of years well it's like it's a totally different angle yeah i mean i th- i think at the end of the day it's probably made your work stronger for it and it's like i hope so i think oh i mean it has <laughs> just from an outside yeah no i think so too i i just yeah i hope i hope i hope that's apparent <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. I think that like you have a very different approach to it that because um, you're, yeah, because you have that extra like tool in your toolbox mm -hmm. that it like it changes the way that you approach things. It seems. Yeah, like. for sure. Beyond just like style. Yeah. You know, like, style oh gosh, style. 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 Can I talk about style? Yeah. Let's talk about style. Yeah. I I have a very like I have an opinion on the word style and the meaning of style. Hot take time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a hot take. I like it's it's more like so because you know you guys probably get this question too like how do you develop a style and like all that and like like how do you know what your style is and number one I just want to say your style is just you you draw that's your style that's it yeah you have it yeah. whether you like it or not <laughs> like and also I want to say I've always had this belief that you as a person like it depends right I always use Tim Burton as an example like that guy he has a style clearly like and it's something that he sure, sticks yeah. to throughout most of his stuff but I have a general at least for me personally I always was hoping that like as a person to not necessarily have a style like I think people should always be willing to learn and like change it up and like kind of evolve yeah but a project can have a style because it needs to, because it needs art direction. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like- Consistency. Yeah. yeah. So I always think like, I totally understand the question. Like, I think people are worried about having an appealing way that they draw and like, they they just don't even know how to wrap their heads around something at first. But I think that it's, a, it's one of those things where it's like, if you keep drawing, it'll just appear. <laughs> like, whether you like it or not. Oh yeah, 100%. That's, that's my, that's my, it's not a hot take, is it? <laughs> it's just literally like probably. Oh, oh man. Is, but yeah. I was hoping for, I was hoping for some sort of controversy. Yeah, that was another, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it with, uh, in an earlier episode and um, there's something like, it's like style is everything you don't know how to draw. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like no, that's. You're, you're finding shortcuts. That's real shit. It, so. Yeah. If anything, like, again, I don't think it's bad. Like, again using Tim Burton as an example, it's not bad to have a, like a no, style that no, you stick no, to. And even him, like that evolves yeah. over time too, inevitably. Yeah, I just didn't want to draw a cow. And so I drew a weird little blob, <laughs> you know, and like- Yeah, but that's whatever. Yeah, somebody would be like, wow, that's your style. That's like, well, I just don't know how to draw a cow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a cow. I found a solution. But it's a cow. It's a cow. Like, that's the thing. Like that's yeah. the prioritize. That's like, I, so I came from like, admittedly, I used to be a lot more snooty about art. I think a lot of, yeah. I think a lot of people start that way, especially when they're younger. They're like, you think, you know, but I've definitely learned like the value of almost every type of approach to drawing, you know, like, I think that it's all yeah. valid. And I think that everyone just has to get there the way that they get there. I don't know. Sure. No, I, yeah, I, I, I think it. so. I don't know. <laughs> so you have your illustration background and that definitely like informs mm -hmm. how you approach things. Um, are there any like weird sort of uh, influences <laughs> that people wouldn't guess or um, that you think has sort of, you know, affected you or how you, the kind of stories you want to tell or anything like mm. books or video games or just even stuff outside of that realm? Mm. I gotta think about that, huh? But people wouldn't expect. Well, I would. I'll say this: knowing you, uh, musicals are a big part yes. of. Oh yeah. Of you. Yeah. yeah, I've made that more apparent recently. <laughs> but, <laughs> you put out your whole ass with, yeah. as far as musicals Woo! go, but love it. But um, <laughs> I'm like simultaneously trying to draw Frollo while I'm. <laughs> Uh, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah. I mean, musicals are a big one, man. 
musicals and music videos i should say oh that's interesting yeah, yeah. i flipping love music videos i freaking Drop some i freaking <laughs> i i i fudging love them man like <laughs> this is a, this is a g-rated podcast thank you for yeah, saying <laughs> i like gorillas is a big i mean oh sure yeah that's that's a huge that was a huge one too because that was like that's like the ultimate marriage of animation and music like that's i think yeah. every i every everything in an ideal world for me everything i work on would have like a music element to it and i think that yeah like there's okay so there's one there's one music video besides all the gorillas music videos there's one music video for uh the song delta by ctc that like mm-hmm. oh i i've watched it so many times like it's if anyone wants to look it up go for it because it's fucking beautiful i think i remember yeah i remember just talking yeah about and like stuff like that like just animated music videos are some of my favorite shit i've always wanted to kind of work on stuff like that at some point in my life it's kind of why i'm doing the animatics i've been doing recently it's a you know it's mm-hmm. a part of it obviously but like yeah i think music videos and musicals are awesome because it just the marriage of visual and music is literally the most obvious and great thing ever <laughs> That's, I agree. you know i i think it's just like it's a no-brainer so like yeah yeah I think that's yeah. Yeah, I wish more bands would. T- I mean, yeah, it's hard because uh, doing any kind like it basically to make rad videos, you either need to have a strong vision, of, like a you know, yeah, an art an art direction vision as a musician, or hire somebody that does. And so yeah, it's tough. But I do wish more musical artists would yeah just put more into their videos instead of it just being them in a white yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, also the thing is that like making music videos is pretty expensive. Yeah, that's the other thing. It if you is. Don't, if you're not an artist or you don't know someone that's willing to like do you a solid, <laughs> you know, like. Well, I I don't know. I I think that's if it's a if it's an artist with a budget and a label behind them, then like that's yeah, that's different. I, I don't think it's any. I think it's cheaper to do an animated video than to have a big. Yeah, production you're probably with, right. You know, <laughs> yeah but then like they would hire a studio right like they wouldn't hire just like yes. i mean okay you guys i have to tell you something i really like <laughs> little yachty okay that's fine i don't and know he has, like, <laughs> i have no opinion he has, like, <laughs> i really like his music especially because he's got a great music video for i spy mm-hmm. and i think they hired just like this one artist to do the whole music video I, I mean, mm-hmm. but that's cool. Uh, like he's a big name. Hired just like an indie artist, but I feel like most of the time, big name artists are like with the, with the whole like shenanigans of producers and like those are like big budget. Like the artist at this point is not just an artist; it's like yeah. basically a studio just themselves, right? Yeah. So they're not just gonna hire like a I don't know a rando off the internet. I guess they're you know yeah well. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a studio, but I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, there's enough talent out there now that you could just glance at Twitter and, uh, you know, look, at, look around the animation circles and find somebody yeah. who can make some cool yeah, stuff. There's so many talented flipping artists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, you, I don't know why you keep censoring yourself. I just think yourself. it's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I agree with. But, uh, yeah, no, there is. There's just a lot of potential to farm. I, I just. Oh yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. I wish more. Um, 
I think it's a nice meld of music, like music and animation, and just yeah, Dak. cool oh. videos. And I, I wish more more artists would do it. Me too. I always look forward to the like because gorillas. I, God, I'm so happy that they're like just. I feel like they're always almost always going to be doing stuff, <laughs> which makes yeah. me happy. At this point, yeah, yeah. Like they're old enough that if they wanted to stop, they would have already. So like, yeah. I think Damon Albarn um, straight up tried all these other projects. None of them took off. <laughs> It's like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I gotta stick with this one. He's oh, like, well, I, but like, I get it. Yeah. I get yeah. it in every way yeah. because it's like he yeah. he tried other things. This, not only do people like it mm -hmm. and it's, you know, world famous and super successful, but it also seems like it just lets him do whatever he wants to all like anyway. Oh yeah, they can do whatever. Yeah, they've crossed that line. And <laughs> like, so it's like, why not stick with yeah. that? Why did he even bother with like good, the bad, and the queen and shit? But I guess- I don't know. I feel like you reach a point, like, I feel like with something like that, when you get something that famous there, I wouldn't doubt that after a while, maybe you'd want to step away, you know, get a little overwhelmed or like try something different. Yeah. It's like a reset. It's, yeah. a, it's a specific group of people that you're collaborating yeah. with. And so it like has a different vibe. Definitely. I, I, I do get it, yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about as far as musicals? Like, is that yeah. effective? Uh, I mean, I could talk about the obvious for anyone that doesn't know. I'm really into Beetlejuice the musical. <laughs> no. <laughs> These four uh, prompts are telling. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, I, I, I'm actually, so, cause, okay, actually, okay, I can, I can make this into a real conversation about something else that could branch off. Like, okay, so. Okay, good, please, no, bring it back. <laughs> so. Bring it back from Beetlejuice hell. So, this is me advocating for people to draw the things they like and not be afraid to just draw the things they like. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this year has not been great for me in terms of, I mean, for everybody. You know, yeah. like I've had my ups, I had my downs. I had a bit of a bad down at the beginning of the year. Yeah, sure. What I ended up doing was that, you know, I, I kind of had my like spark reignited by this musical because uh, I really liked it. And I decided mm -hmm. I was going to do, you know, an animatic for one of the songs because it was something I always wanted to do. And I was trying to prove something to myself. So I did it. It was great. And it got me my job that I have now. So I just... Like, I, I didn't have to yeah. test. I didn't have to do anything. They literally were like, you start now if you want. And I'm like, cool. And, you know, it's never happened to me before. So I, and it's a great job and I love doing it. But yeah, so I just, I feel like I just want to advocate for people, like draw the things that you have fun drawing because then that's what people are going to look for you to do. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it seems, maybe it seems obvious, but like, I think sometimes people think that like doing fan arts stupid or like i don't know if that's a stigma no, that still yeah. happens but i think it isn't probably in certain circles yeah, but, but it's um, not it's not dumb you do draw the things you it's like not why the fuck would you draw not things you like <laughs> i don't know like mix it up but like you know don't be afraid to draw the stuff you like i think is a good thing yeah yeah well i think you know passion always comes yes. through and um that's it's important. And if you're trying to get noticed, if you're trying to uh, make a name for yourself or whatever, then it's like, what better way than to yeah. do something with passion behind it? Oh, yeah, you. totally. That's, yeah, that's my Nicole tip of the day. <laughs> hot tip. <laughs> I don't know. Nicole, hot tip. Cool. <laughs> Big text appearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hot tip. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, yeah. I think, it, I mean, uh, in my case, I, <laughs> 
wanted to do a comic, but I didn't want to do mm -hmm. a comic of just stills. Yeah. Because I don't feel like yeah. that shows off my, like, my full potential. My full potential. Yeah, because you're good, you're good animator. Yeah, I animated for years. And so, it, and I just didn't want to deal with sound design and all those <laughs> other things. And so, yeah. like, I did an animated comic. Yeah. And I still, that's like, I feel like I was a big fan I'm, of it before we knew oh, each other. I've told you this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, why not? <laughs> Compliments to me aside. Yeah. This is a really bad Gideon Graves. Fuck this. I'm, I'm not loving this pillow, but I'm rolling with it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's like on model. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you're just like drawing this from your brain. I I thought you had a picture that was like that. I thought you had the model sheet to reference. <laughs> yeah, you just have that ready he's to go. He's just, um, I mean, he's not, but you know. <laughs> no. He's yeah. not, he's he sucks, but he's a good villain. <laughs> yeah, so uh, is there any other? I can, I was actually thinking maybe of going back into the career section of the interview. Go for it. Because I kind of want to know, <laughs> so when on the timeline you got out of school and then the first kind of like industry gig that you got was the Yoda gig and kind of like how long did you work with them and how long oh, yeah. after you worked with them did you get your industry uh that was steven yeah the steven universe gig yeah i could talk about it more oh yeah uh let's see so i i got yada pretty soon after school because i just happened to know jake <laughs> who's the head of yada how did you guys meet uh through through my ex-boyfriend they they knew each other and he knew i was looking for a job and he was like hey give nicole a shot and i was like yeah so i did a test for them and he was like yeah you got it i was like cool <laughs> awesome yeah, so, yeah. yeah so i mean cleanup animation is pretty straightforward but you know it it taught me the beginnings of like how this stuff even works because i had no way oh, i came yeah. from the same place of like i don't know how this I don't know how the pipe, what the pipeline is. I don't know, like, how this stuff gets made or, like, because, you know, I, no one tells you. You gotta figure it out. <laughs> I mean, unless exactly, you go to yeah. animation school, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> I, don't but, like, I don't even know if they teach you that. I don't know. But I, yeah, so I got it through, uh, you know, knowing Jake, but I did have to test for it still. So that wasn't completely handed to me. But, yeah. Sure. Uh, so, uh, you know, I had that job for years. I mean, so did um, my roommates. We all had worked at Yada uh, for a long time, like a good handful of years, maybe four years, maybe a little more. Yes. And then uh, and we were all testing for other sh things to get a more, you know, like a little bit more stable, consistent stuff, right. have healthcare, all that crap. <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> that kind of shit. Because uh, we hated where we lived. And, you know, we even, even with the very small amount of rent, we were lucky to pay like we were making it paycheck to paycheck so like wait where did you live at the time were you still in oh the, sherman, the oaks. Sherman, sherman oaks, oaks sherman oaks yeah so a little bit away it's not not too far from where i'm now but um yeah so like you know we were all working for yada uh what motivated you to move to the west coast like when did you make the move oh i made the move um it, it was uh what, what should we call it it was like i got an interview for rick and morty season three because i almost got a job on that um cool. yeah because i i did some covers for the oni press comic oh yeah because justin because <laughs> justin recommended me and then like because he was and then after that he saw he liked the covers and maybe like a year after that he was like want to try to be on the show and i was like yes <laughs> i was like yes please and even though i knew like it wasn't a guarantee i was like this is i mean 
I gotta move. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. like I was like, I, I gotta move. So I did. And, you know, I interviewed, I tried for a couple positions. They liked me, but they went with someone else, which was fine. And cause that the person they hired was like, is like crazy talented, but yeah, what you would call it. But I still like, I was confident enough. Like <laughs> I moved with $2,000 and a, and a, a dream in my heart, you know, <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and like I just happened like it just happened that uh my roommates Rosh and Sandra were looking for they were down with me living with them and you know uh yeah so that's why it happened you guys still live yep there. we still do <laughs> mm -hmm. they're great I mean no it's great it's you have a uh, yeah no it's great I I group of friends that you live with like that's... no it's it's great because that shit in retrospect that shit can go so wrong <laughs> absolutely like we were very lucky that we got along as well as we did especially now it's like quarantine is probably yeah yeah i relate to that so much because i i don't know if i talked about that during the in the episode where like i get interviewed but i <laughs> when i moved to la i basically uh just went on facebook and asked uh <laughs> hey everyone like i i'm in paris right now but i i got a gig in la and i got a visa is there anyone looking for a roommate right yeah and Teresa Potts and Kevin Bailey at the time were like, mm -hmm. Teresa actually made it happen and okay. they looked at houses while I was not in the US because I couldn't <laughs> just come to right. like, so they like found a house and they trusted that I was a person that was not going to murder them. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, That's they didn't great. know me at all. Right. <laughs> awesome. And it's like, it's so yeah, it's so crazy when you think about it, like finding roommates and like <laughs> yeah, dude. people in LA. That house was was rad. Yeah, like Spider Man. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. and the Etienne lives there now. He does because you guys work together. Oh, I love Etienne. University. Yeah. yeah, Etienne is like a really good <laughs> friend of mine. He's awesome. He, I was the one who, um, yeah, I was the one when he was making the move to LA. I was like, hey, do you want to kind of like take over my lease? Because <laughs> Long story short, I was getting expelled out of the U.S. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know. Because uh, visa stuff, oh, but shit. um, right. But uh, but he took over like my part, so I didn't have to pay double rent. Yeah, I didn't have to pay Canada rent. That's L.A. rent. Jeez. Yeah, it's like it, it was a uh, uh, fun time. <laughs> fun time. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds fun. <laughs> but that's a cool house it is a cool house I yeah really... it's a very cool house yeah there was uh, a lot of cool parties there. but um uh, yeah to to wrap up what i was saying i guess i so yeah so the rick and morty thing got me here and then whatchamacallit i happened to know to, to get a test for steven i i uh, i know oh my god colin colin who he was like a friend of a friend we were at a like a you know like a party and he's a super chill dude and you know it came up that i was like looking for work and he was like oh dude i'll get you a test and i was like oh, <laughs> like, oh cool like, cool and like so and it's funny i had a I had a test for steven and for victor and valentino and i was like at the time i was like oh there's no way <laughs> Like I was, I a hundred percent was like, there's no way I'm getting the Steven one, but I might as well try. And uh, lo and behold, <laughs> that's, that's know. the one. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. That's why like, I, I'm a big advocate and it was for boards too. It wasn't for obviously, cause it wasn't for design, which I was super not confident in. And like, it just goes to show just fucking try everything. <laughs> 
doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, like just try everything. My first job was was BG layout on the yeah. Loud House, which is like, if you had asked yeah. me a year before that, what do you think your breakout <laughs> job's gonna be? I would have laughed. Yeah, same. I was like, no, <laughs> like that's, that's no way. Because um, yeah. Nicole, would you did you would you say that you tested always for design up until that mostly uh, job? Mostly, yeah. <laughs> the Rick and Morty thing was character design, BG design, and B color style and BG color. <laughs> I tried for a bunch of things. Do you think you never tested for boards and or revisions because you didn't you like you didn't know about the positions or you didn't think you had it in you? Like kind of what was the thought? I always wanted to do it because I'm I'm big into storytelling. I like the that aspect. Like I I'm always very impressed by animation and boards, but it was something that intimidated me. Cause I like, I felt like, like doing comics, you kind of, you kind of get it a little bit, you know, cause you kind of like, they're kind of like adjacently related. Mm -hmm. Right. Like not exact, but yeah. Like, uh, yeah, similar. but I was always too intimidated. <laughs> I think. I see. And I just didn't, I didn't like, cause when you, whenever you enter a position or a thing, it's like, if you're not taught in an official capacity, there's that, there's that, uh, doubt, I guess that I, that I'll be found out that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> imposter syndrome yeah that never goes yeah, away yeah that never goes away but you know once it's funny it took having a couple jobs and some unfortunate situation that happened that for me to realize like no you know what you're doing now <laughs> now, now it's just about getting better and that's yeah so it's yeah yeah moving up uh, maybe the ladder or just kind of figuring out like yeah slowly just i'm gonna stick around in boards for a while learn as much as i can you're good at it yay thank you <laughs> uh, what kind of goals do you have in mind for your career just like as far as projects yeah go? uh i want to have a show one day that's that's the end goal i get or you know one of the big ones i suppose i'm, I'm trying yeah. to pitch a lot this year Right. Yeah. Or I guess next year, because it's near the end of the year. But like this and next year. I, I did my first, had my first like pitch experience, I suppose, in the past few months, yeah. Ooh. Um, which was super good. Like it, it was a learning experience for sure. Uh, just learning how, like what it takes and like, you know, the, that it's something that I can do, <laughs> you know. Right. But I'm hoping that, yeah, I'd love to, you know, keep going with boards and, you know, spend the next handful of years just like, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I'd love to, I'm going to keep trying to pitch stuff. You know, I'm going to try to. What kind of, like, what's your, I, I'm not going to say brand because <laughs> that's like a big word, but sure. like, what's your, like, if you ever were to run a show, like kind of what is the tone or the kind of stuff yeah. that you would be really excited to, yeah. to pitch or, or run or totally. yeah, create? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like tonal stuff that I like. You know, I, you, have, you always have a couple of like ideas in the chamber, right? Like I, mm -hmm. I would love to do something a little more like I, like I have a, a pitch that I have to develop more that's more FLCL inspired, you know, like just tonally, not much else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then there's, uh, you know, I love like, I I want to pitch stuff that can maybe be a musical at the same time, kind of because uh, taking a cue from my current job, uh, Central Park, because I, mm -hmm. I was trying to learn as much as possible on that job to kind of get an idea for how that can work. 
because you know it's a big ask to get yeah three three or four songs in an episode you know consistently yeah and have it work yeah oh yeah and then uh i think i like i tend to like honestly it's anything that's just very character driven and interpersonal and like it can have it can kind of double as like because my favorite thing is surprising people with how complex and deep certain like character relationships can be because like nice that's the, that seems very vague, but like, you know, like taking someone, taking characters that are just like goofy and whatever, and, and you learn to like them and then suddenly, bam, you're crying, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know, like, that, that's the, that's the kind of stuff I always liked. And like, I liked, uh, I always like, oh, I can't believe I didn't mention Venture Bros. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a huge one for me. Like, because they, yeah, they were, they had a continuity. And that's one of those shows that like, if in my ideal world, I'd have a show with continuity for sure. Like, sure. I love building upon, uh, you know, pre-established story and rewarding people for watching a show semi-consistently and like developing characters over time. I don't know. It's a, that, it's again, maybe kind of a vague answer, but that's really all I need. And hopefully music is involved, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a big, it's just gotta have continuity and musical numbers. Yeah, and yeah. Like... <laughs> um, that, might, that might have to happen later in my career, but you know. <laughs> yeah, no, whatever. Yeah, I can try. What about genre? Do you have like a favorite genre? Yeah, of... uh, I mean, <laughs> I, like, uh, I like horror stuff a lot. Like I like um, when stuff has sort of a horror edge, like Billy and Mandy was always, a big thing and like and also just like um like like the comic i'm working on if it's sort of like small town horror cryptid crap that's always a big i like that a lot and then uh pirates <laughs> oh yeah I, like i i've always i i like pirates it's that like you know like illustrative golden age treasure planet ass pirates a lot yeah so like yeah, I, I have I have an idea or two for that that I'm hoping to. I cut you went with Treasure Planet, yeah, not Treasure. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> it's an animated. Did you mean to say Treasure Island? No, or did no, you Treasure Planet. <laughs> okay. I love Treasure Planet. Interesting choice. Yeah, like it's it's one of those movies that it's not perfect, but I it it kind of mixes all of the things I love. I actually agree. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's a fun yeah. It's in that weird spot where Disney just like wasn't paying attention <laughs> to what they were making. Yeah, and all of a sudden there was like a, these interesting yeah. like art directed movies and like they're not like Atlanta. Yeah, is one of those. yeah, yeah, yeah. It and falls like, in that category. <laughs> yeah, like they're not great. They're like really yeah. cool just to watch. Yeah, that's a special place in my heart. But yeah, like pirate stuff, small town supernatural stuff and beetlejuice <laughs> and be- and- that's that's how you make a nicole beetlejuice yep, it's me venture brothers <laughs> yeah. and uh pirates god can we talk about venture brothers is so good. venture brothers is great <laughs> and it's uh Ugh. a damn shame that yeah. uh, it got canceled but i hope I that think- it gets some second life somewhere i think that they'll uh yeah i, think I mean they're so i think there's too much on the table and like they were they were finishing it like they were on the last season yeah. and for them to not be allowed to just finish it it's just like shitty like that would yeah really suck no for sure that genuinely like that yeah. that whole thing was a big factor for me to just like <laughs> feel really bad about continuing to like pitch stuff because it just felt like <laughs> like man if venture brothers this like long lasting legacy show that has all these like fans and all this stuff like if they 
could just get canceled at a at the drop of a hat. It's like, man, what's the yeah. what's the point, man? But anyway, whatever. That's no, I feel for like, sure. yeah, there's just so much. There's just so many elements Why that you cannot control in like just I don't know, like yeah. who could have ever planned that streaming was going to be a thing like yeah. 10 years ago, you know? I like know. it's such a yeah, it's a new thing. Yeah. It's a new world. Well, Venture Brothers feels perfect for for yeah. streaming and so I yeah. I hope that they get picked up by HBO Max or something Me just to let them too. <laughs> it's just odd. I I mean, I can imagine what happened behind the scenes. I don't I don't want to get into it, but I <laughs> I uh, yeah. I find it odd. yeah. But anyway, yeah. well, I think we're nearing the end yeah. here. Unless I was else. uh wondering, there's something that we we don't often get to talk about mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. creative block in like in terms of yeah. like you... oh yeah, I guess that's the name, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm like all the past episodes we haven't gotten to talk about that and i feel like yeah we should and i feel like i just think it's a clever name i i feel like i feel like the reason why i never bring it up uh is because i feel like everyone's gonna have the same answer yeah. but maybe not so, i don't yeah. think i think we might be surprised and i feel like okay. uh nicole have you ever like gone through an art rut where oh, yeah. like you like you could like i know inspiration or like you were frustrated with your drawings and like what was it like and how did you get out of it right uh god sometimes it feels like every other day (laughs) (laughs) i definitely feel it yeah i mean when i have a job or a regular project definitely i think having a job motivates you a bit because it's like you kind of have to draw a certain thing like you don't have to think about what you need to draw you just have to draw it But but, um, for just personal stuff, like usually, um, I mean, lately for me, it's just been finding a thing I like a lot and making a project out of it. Um, I actually haven't like drawn outside of a project very much lately, like our job or project. But I will say in general, when having our artist block, something I used to do a lot was draw stuff I'm not good at drawing. Because it kind of resets your brain a little to like, right, having this little challenge to just draw a thing that you know, like, because if you're frustrated with how you're drawing, you're, you, you won't be surprised by, because if you draw something you like, and that you know, you can draw and it comes out bad, you'll get upset, maybe, you know, right. yeah. but if you draw something you're not good at drawing, you're learning something and you already are, you're expecting it to come out bad. So if it comes out a little better, that's an interesting. Then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. That that's hmm. that's been my thought process with that. No, that's a, that, I've never heard that. So there you go. I was full of shit. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if that would work for everyone, but I, I no, I I don't. Yeah, that's just a personal thing. I'm sure it's just for some people, it's like no. I'm not I think it's great though that like <laughs> to hear like what you do, and hopefully it inspires other people because yeah, like my my thing is always to be like, oh, just do observation drawing just go out there and just sketch like buildings or people or animals like that's just my thing is like getting out of the art block yeah that too I think drawing from life was one that I did a lot too like I'll just sit somewhere and just draw things that are passing by (laughs) I don't do that as much anymore but I used to well we don't go anywhere (laughs) yeah well yeah that that doesn't help (laughs) that makes it a little hard what about Eugene? Like, what's your yeah. thing when you're like? Oh boy, when I figure it out, like ask asking me today and like this past month is probably the worst time to ask because I I am so blocked and I have no idea like how to get out of it. I, I mean, quarantine has been a a drag, but yeah. there's other factors that I I can't talk about. But it's just like 
yeah i just really feeling uh really feeling the burnout and like not knowing how to get out of it so yeah you're right i think that you know i i changed my mind i think that is a, a good thing to ask about. I, just, uh, <laughs> I, I just don't know i don't know what mine is usually for me like i have um i've always had these like goals in mind and like sort of what i was working towards mm. and bigger projects yeah. like you were saying like i mm. i don't really draw outside of working towards something something sure. finished yeah. uh in the middle of quarantine i got really antsy and i wanted my way of getting around the, the block and the burn and you know just in general like the malaise of quarantine yes. was that i wanted to like take something back i wanted to do a project that kind of took me back to why i even yeah. started doing all this stuff and so that's why i started my webcomic robobo yeah. and i i do want to continue it and i will continue yeah. it but man yeah i think just like it's it's the quarantine and everything it just yeah. like it it got really hard to, to stay <laughs> and productive yeah. day in, day out um, on top of having a job and not getting any kind of like external, I don't know, rejuvenation. You know, it's like I took for granted a little bit, I think, just like how much. I think we all did. But, yeah, yeah. Like how much going outside helped <laughs> clear up that fog, you know, the sort sure. of the block. For sure. I don't know. When I figure it out, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll come back. <laughs> we to have it. a whole. You have a whole bunch of podcast episodes to figure I it out. I have a whole yeah. bunch of them. <laughs> Somebody will have the answer. <laughs> but no, I, there's no right. There's no one answer, and so it's just like whatever works for you. And I think my prediction is that a lot of the time, it's like just kind of working through. Yeah. It, you know, like I, I think there's no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's good to take a step back, yeah. and like for me, travel is always good. Playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> video games. no yeah i love just taking in other cool stuff like that'll always yeah, get me that going. helps too i do yeah. feel like honestly sometimes there's like a moment that inspirate like for me like art block comes from like three different um mm. sides it could be either like you're running low on inspiration and at that moment what you need to do is like what you were saying like go outside or play video games or watch a bunch of movies or read books to just kind of like fill up that well again yeah or yeah. then it could be just like you were saying nicole like you're getting frustrated with your drawing probably because like recently like the one standards can uh go up but like one's draftsmanship is sure. not up to that level yeah, of those yeah. new expectations so that gap is kind of what creates that like like frustration yeah i've seen that before and i agree with that yeah because once you it's sort of like a weird because you learn to see stuff better so yeah your standards go up and then when your stuff doesn't match your standards because it's because uh, it's always improving right but even if even if at the time you're frustrated and you're like a soak <laughs> what do i suck now but like, yeah, no, totally. It's sort of like this weird compounding effect, I guess, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, you're like, oh, like, you know, kind of like, I don't know if you guys remember like, uh, or if that happened to you guys as little kids, but like for me, as a little kid, I had like those very vivid images in my brain. I was like, this is exactly what I want to draw. And I put the, yeah. the pencil on the paper and just like a <laughs> terrible drawing comes out oh and God, then I would yeah. get so mad. Oh I, would, my God. I would actually like, cry me too I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible <laughs> oh yeah buddy I, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that happens to me yep 
Somehow that was easier to deal with as a kid because I think like- Yeah, maybe the stakes are lower. The <laughs> stakes are lower. Well, I think, and this is getting deep, but like, I think um, to some degree it's because you still have, you know you have this whole life ahead of you to like work on that. Yeah. And so you, you trust that you'll figure it out, but then the older you get and you're still the same, yeah. you feel like you still haven't improved. It's like, oh no. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> but I think that that's like, a big part of that is just, uh, yeah. it's, it's never going to be, you're never going to be as good as you want to be. And so it's like a never ending story. Thing. Like, yeah. Well, that, that's so funny. Cause for me, like with drawing recently, I'm like, I know my limitations in drawing and I'm like, all right, like <laughs> I know what I can draw. I know what I can't draw or render, but sure. I'm like fine with it. Sure. However, whenever yeah, it yeah. comes to story, that's where I'm like, oh no, the story yeah. has to be perfect. It has to reflect yeah. society and all the facets of the soul. And <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel that. I agree. Yeah, no, I've been, yeah. I've been struggling with that too. <laughs> it's like I think I think part of that too is it's like. I don't know how to reflect society in a way that society. isn't obnoxious and on the nose. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, every, oh, yeah. Everything's so batshit and yeah. everyone's been kind of doing everything. And so I'm like, what do I have left to say? Like, I know. I feel like, left to say. I feel yeah. that like in my bones. I feel like what's <laughs> kind of helped me recently is like reading essays. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, like, you know, there's like this feeling of like, oh, am I ever going to be good enough to have an opinion that's worthwhile? Or like, oh, yeah. should I just like parrot what I just read, but like put it in a context of like a script? And then it's like, like, you know, I don't know, yeah. like uh, my experience is only so much, yeah. you know? Like, sure, sure, sure. Sometimes though, I feel like it's really funny because I, I don't really go on Reddit a lot, but like <laughs> uh -huh. my boyfriend spends a lot of time on Reddit and <laughs> he finds these stories that are, insane i'm like oh like i get to learn about so many people's experiences through this <laughs> website like things i could never have imagined that are sure i think true because you know it's so crazy that like i feel like oh i don't think they made that up <laughs> they did they should be writing on the tv show yeah <laughs> yeah right stranger than fiction mm. right yeah 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 no that's a good point there's a lot to mine yeah. out there in the world plus i think i don't think that uh well this is going back to i guess the creative block stuff but like i i'm trying to yeah. trying to remind myself and come to terms with the fact that like just making stuff for fun without like big social commentary is okay and is maybe yeah. even oh yeah encouraged Especially right now <laughs> yeah people want it people want escapism yeah, and just yeah. to like have something fun and so having this big sweeping like yeah it's about how life is, it's like it's probably not. you ever think about society you ever think about society? You ever think about like we live in one? That's crazy. It's exhausting. Well, what was it? There's a uh, uh, the time of recording. They've like announced a trailer for a Michael Bay produced movie that's about quarantine, and it's like it's like fuck uh, off, guys. We're living it. Yeah, thanks, dude. I really want to watch a movie about it when I'm living Michael it. Honestly, I'm I'm like really surprised at how much pandemic uh living in the pandemic content there already is and I'm just like yeah I don't know I I for me it feels tone deaf like just kind of like, like why why would you make that like we're living in it but it's it's executives being like oh this is probably irrelevant <laughs> <laughs> however though maybe people i don't know maybe people need to maybe people need 
to relate mm-hmm. through content i don't know like it's like it's not my perspective but maybe some people will <laughs> re- like i don't know relate like just like watch it and feel like oh they i feel like heard and seen i don't know i, I, I... i'd be i'd be curious to see like ratings and responses but like yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of stuff that i've seen pop up on mm-hmm. like the netflixes and whatever that is like this is shot like yeah. during quarantine and it's like these people store and it's like yeah. i don't know nobody talks about about those i haven't seen anybody talk about any of those shows so it's like yeah i haven't either i always find out about it and then nothing. however guys like i have to tell you i did watch tiny creatures on netflix it's been shot during quarantine what is that because it's like like they only have like a couple like animal tamers like (laughs) and like go like film everything on the green screen and then it's all like cgi and it's insane the first episode is insane i like because it's shot like a nature dog so at first you're like watching it and you're like wow how do they get these shots like how are they (laughs) filming this little gerbil inside of its own burrow you know and you're like right yeah uh and then you keep watching and then it's like the script is insane it's like a disney movie but in like a first episode and it's like his mom dies and then he goes on this adventure and finds himself and then it's Uh it's so crazy and there's like it's just like because I think I don't know I guess there's like this element of surprise that like when you first you watch it you're just like browsing through Netflix and you're like yeah whatever tiny creatures I don't know I'm high <laughs> this feels fine I like creatures I like when they're tiny and you like put it on I love tiny creatures <laughs> and there's like a like the narrator's voice is like an actual real document doc- documentary so you're like it's not David Attenborough is it I, you know, I think like, yeah. I doubt it. Does he sound like this? <laughs> is this is this David Attenborough doing a nature documentary? He's like too, I doubt it. He's too serious. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, I feel like this one is a little bit okay. more just like, it's just like, it's like a dad pin, dad okay. pin kind of voice, but okay. it's like, it's, it's like specific. I think they just got gotcha. like whoever, but it's like, so for this whole like 10 minutes, you're like, is this real or is this fiction? <laughs> It's just the real life. It's a, and I don't it's know. It's fantasy. Yeah, it's it's a crazy show. Like only the first episode is is really fun. The other ones are. Kinda... I haven't even heard of that. It's like yeah, it's one of those like shot in quarantine shows. Well, I do think there's something to people needing to get creative, and like that's to me that's not what I had in mind. Like that sounds like an interesting yeah uh, way to get around the limitation. Right. The, yeah. The, thing, the things that I think are lame and annoying is when it's like people in their house and they're like talking to each other it's just like ah, yeah on zoom yeah on oh god the zoom. it's like hey fuck off with that like i don't want to see that have we had a zoom horror movie yet uh, well there was one before the in the before times oh no the unfriended yeah that was yeah no, no well yeah unfriended uh there's a good one with uh john cho called searching i think i think it's oh interesting okay i love those as schlock but that one is it's like a thriller mystery is that one actually good yeah it's i think it's good Uh, it's uh it's told entirely through a computer screen and he's like searching for his daughter oh that's cool yeah it was neat i really like cool i never heard of that i only watched unfriended that's what my my reference for for those is schlock but i love it (laughs) yeah Yeah. unfriended is is a fun schlocky one um well i think it's about that time um is there anything else you wanted to talk about oh or anything you want to plug like maybe your other oh yeah that's right yeah i do a podcast with my friends my friends andre and brandon and Mm -hmm. uh it's called the less you know it's uh it's just like we call it a comedy news podcast but really we just talk about whatever bullshit and and goof off whatever 
uh we do it live yeah. now on uh on twitch oh cool yeah yeah it's, just, uh, it's fun that way but yeah that's what i do and then uh i'm doing i'm making another animatic for beetlejuice right now i update it on my twitter all the time and i do like twitch streams for that as well yeah it's looking really thanks rad. yeah i'm i'm it's been fun i've, I've developed a, a little a little uh following of people that are invested in it <laughs> very very <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been fun. I have emotes now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I have emotes. Wow. <laughs> and people subscribe to me. It's crazy. That's great. Yeah. You're gonna be an influencer. Are you gonna be a Twitch streamer? Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, cool. I'm, yeah, I can't wait to see yeah. that. Oh, and watch Central Park. That's it. <laughs> Watch Central Park. It's hard. It's on yeah. Apple TV Plus. I don't know. But you get a year of it free if you have an iPhone, pretty much. So. I hope you're getting paid. Well, I guess you are getting yeah, paid <laughs> for that plug. <laughs> Technically, you yeah. are. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. What's your uh, handle? It's, uh, here, I'll write it. It's at Ooh, that's good. Schnickles on pretty much everything. I really like this guy over here. He's a, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, he's good. Okay. He's good. I like I like, this like all the demons. Like all the demons. demons. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for joining us, no Nicole. Crap. Yeah, that was so fun. I I loved hearing about like your whole like you going to school, you looking for a job, <laughs> like meeting all these yeah. people, like the way you um, tackle art yeah. block and musical yeah. and musical. <laughs> And Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, oh, I guess my parting words would be also for anyone, make friends that like what you like and do want to do what you yeah. do. It's important. That's good. Yeah. Nice. That's actually so true. I'd be nowhere so without my friends. I love that. Yeah. No, it, it's, that's I'm true. I'm like a fucking protagonist. <laughs> you're, you're like a, yeah, like Luffy. I think we've brought up One Piece in every Yeah, I'm surprised. Time. Oh, yeah, I guess One Piece. <laughs> One Piece was a big one for a while for me. Uh, but yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, Nicole. Oh, and hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. Ring the bell. <laughs> What's up, YouTube? Ring the bell. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. See you.